Hello, you're listening to the Leeds Sanctuary podcast. Leeds Sanctuary is a network of communities in Leeds City Centre, each beginning with encounter and aiming to embody sanctuary and justice, through which individuals and our city can flourish. We hope you enjoy it. Hello and welcome to the Lead Sanctuary podcast. I'm Anna and I'm the host of the Justice Stream. And today I'm joined by Heston. Hello, Heston. Thank you for joining me for the second instalment of the Justice podcast. Last time we learnt about the cost of living from a policy perspective, looking at what changes we need to see from the top. But this time I wanted to hear how the increasing costs are having an impact on the lives of people in Leeds. So Heston, I wondered if to start with you could introduce yourselves to us. I sure could. Hello, lovely Anna, and thank you for having me. I'm Heston. I am the vicar of All Hallows Church, which is in Hyde Park in dodgy West Leeds. And we run a community cafe and food share called Rainbow Junction. Um, And two days a week, we run as a community cafe, a pay-what-you-can community cafe, uh, and we feed lunch to, or share lunch with, 60 or 70 neighbours each of those days. And then on Fridays, we run a food bank, which actually we call Food Share, because that sounds a bit more like the food should be shared in the first place. And we we share food, uh, more emergency provision-style food, with 90 to 110, 120 people each Friday. Great, thank you very much. (laughs) So could you tell us a little bit about the purpose that you see that serving in the community? Mm, Of course, yeah. Rainbow Junction was started with three aims. That was to, to tackle food poverty, to fight food waste, and to build community. So the, the food poverty thing is outrageous that we, that we don't have food security in this country is, is a terrible, terrible thing that the food is not shared out um, in the way that it, that it should. We, on, on the, on the, the cafe, community cafe days, we cook three courses of lunch using waste food, food that can't be sold by supermarkets, restaurants, and, and others because it's past its sell-by date, but is still perfectly edible. And, and then building community. So what we, uh, our main thing is that we want to get neighbors sitting around a table, um, sharing food, but discovering that they can be friends, mm-hmm. uh, because Hyde Park, but also Leeds and also the world is just full of people who don't yet know that they should be friends with each other <laughs> and um, think that they are so different that they should be nervous of each other or, or intimidated by each other or scared by each other. So food is a great way to build common ground and and turn neighbours into friends. Yeah, it's really lovely. It's a really good vision. Um, and what impact are you seeing the cost of living having on the people that you're meeting every week? Oh, a really hard, heavy impact. It's It's knocking everybody for six and that includes folks who have a lot of resilience built into their their monthly wages or weekly wages and everybody is struggling at the moment i guess it's it's making everybody struggle financially and and physically just to afford what they what they need to put on the table or to pay their bills or to pay their rent or to to heat their houses the emotional and mental impact of that as well is a a huge thing the anxiety and the stress and that 
isn't quite as measurable, but sometimes that is is actually very measurable and tangible when somebody's having a a breakdown or feeling suicidal or you know. So so there's 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 obvious effects and there's there's less visible and longer term effects that mm-hmm. we're that we're seeing in pretty much everyone. Yeah. yeah, and and how often are you seeing crises like that? <laughs> Happily, not every single week, but it's but it's it's getting more and more often. And uh, we, what we've done through the last few months and years is increase the amount of support that we provide uh, or offer. Uh, we're not just putting food on the table; we're also hosting uh, uh, money buddies. We're hosting sign posters uh, who can who can send folks to um, housing support, to employment support. Um, we are hosting mental health support professionals we're hosting our local councillors to have chats with you know surgeries um, with with residents so a lot of a lot of kind of survival stuff um, that we're hosting and, and offering as a as a support kind of mechanism um, to to the neighborhood but also we're trying to to keep a bit of dignity and joy about all of this so alongside all of that we also host board games and puzzles and we have live music and we try to to bring yeah you know some happy fun stuff into the mix as well mm-hmm. it's not just about survival it's also about let's thrive and and you know enjoy life a bit as well together yeah, yeah. so it sounds like what started with a vision around food and community those are still the core mm-hmm. but you've had lots of other things added on exactly um, yeah and food and having having a space where which is warm and where food is on the table is an amazing opportunity to gather other things uh, uh, to uh, yeah, to, to gather people together to do a, a multitude of things, and uh, and that's really it's been really great to see uh, the council, various support organisations uh, come to the party, and uh, really keen to come and base themselves at Rainbow Junction and turn us into a community hub, which serves their purposes as well as ours. Um, and the the generosity that's that's sprung up in these last last months has been extraordinary as well. Like everybody is struggling, but actually everybody who has any access to to share is really pretty quick to share it mm. which is which is really uplifting and hopeful and mm. lovely yeah yeah that's really good is there a particular situation that you've seen that has really touched you yeah so many yeah um i guess there's one one man who i guess the last suicidal one that that we've um seen was a few weeks ago when when this man was just clearly he just had enough of of having to struggle to to live, and he he'd spent successive cafe days with our signposting team on the phone to the DWP, increasingly frustrated with their refusal to uh, or inability to help him at all. So we we saw him just looking bleaker and bleaker over the course of two or three weeks and one of us would be sitting with him on the sofas in the back of the room and he just he kind of withdrew into himself gradually gradually and then the uh, the the second last time we saw him he arrived and told us about the overdose he'd just taken Mm. and so we uh, we were sitting outside waiting for ambulances to arrive and and pick him up and then that was a pretty dark and horrible morning and it all just sounds from a little of the detail of his case it's just unnecessary it didn't have Mm. to be that way and that's that's really heartbreaking and infuriating so happily we saw him uh, a week or two again after that and he was you know not not quite full of beans but he was at least not in hospital and not in quite the dark place that he that he had been mm-hmm. um yeah so that, that but but I, I could i could go on all day about particular uh, people and circumstances that that break my heart and that um that 
because every single one of our lovely neighbors that comes in who's struggling is a is a human being and is yeah. a human being who you know who i i i am there to love and serve or we are all there to love and to serve mm-hmm. and so it's um the yeah it, it is a heartbreaking thing to do but it also is a wonderful thing that we're able to do something to be there and to to um to be present and committed when it feels to a lot of people like there's there's there aren't very many people there and committed for them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And I love you picking out those words, being present and being committed. Mm. And you can really see you in the journey that Rainbow Junction has been on, mm. starting with what it was and growing to what it is today, mm. has, is about being present and being committed to the lives of the people around you Absolutely. and responding to the needs that are there. Exactly right. Yeah. yeah. And that, that's, so with my vicar hat on, that's exactly what a parish church is there to do, is to commit to be, you know, if, if God commits to us in the life of Jesus, Jesus uh, incarnationally then we're there to be incarnational and commit to our parish and whoever that means is in our lives whatever they're going through Mm. is to bring a bit of God and hope and love into that and this is the way that we that we're being incarnational being being committed to our neighbors yeah yeah Yeah. yes it's really beautiful Mm. what are your fears for the people of Leeds and the people of Hyde Park Mm. this winter I guess the obvious ones that they are going to be colder and hungrier and lonelier than than they might have been in in previous years so we'll do everything we can on the days that we're open to uh, to to give food and warmth and company and a lovely thing that's sprung up this this winter is that various other churches and organizations are doing the same they're picking different days of the week so we're working together as a team to make sure that each day of the week there is a warm space available for there's warm space there's food or tea and a company up for grabs and um, uh, the methodist church um at high park methodist church um just down the road for, uh, from us are, are the latest to sign up to this which is a lovely thing uh, so those those obvious fears um the 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 practical fears mm. but i guess then emotionally what i see all of this doing to people is driving people apart helping us all think that we're in competition with each other for the resources that we have so i guess that we that we become more atomized and more uh, at each other's throats and mm. that's that's really heartbreaking to see as well when yeah. and 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 at the same time as that the fear that we will continue to not be able to do anything about the bigger picture where it's actually the it's the decision makers in whitehall who aren't sharing out the resources of the country very mm. very well that's a really frustrating problem because we don't seem able to do anything about that we can campaign and rant and rave but nothing changes um, yeah. and as a nation, we keep voting for them. So mm-hmm. don't know what we do about that. Uh, but yeah, that's, I, I guess those are my fears. Yeah. And that really beautifully ties this podcast and the last mm-hmm. one we did with Hannah from the Joint Public Issues team mm-hmm. about how this is the impact of the policy decisions yeah. that are made. The lives, the, yeah. the lives that you're seeing every week yeah. impacted in this way. That's the end result. And that's why we need to ask for those policy changes. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, the, that, there's that Desmond Tutu wonderful quote about we need to not just pull people out of the river, but we need to head upstream and find out what's throwing them in. And it's, it's exactly that. We need to be doing grassroots stuff, but also campaigning and trying to change policy for sure. Yeah. 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 yeah and that yeah. fits really well with... Um, with the lead sanctuary vision, I suppose, Absolutely. that we do yeah. uh, activism in the form of craftivism. Yeah. And we also are providing various, well, creating 
um, communities and working alongside people. And it's Um, such a positive kind of activism. It's really great because there's also (laughs) negative shouty activism and I'm sure there's a place for both. But the the, the sanctuary way is a a really inspirational, beautiful thing. Thank you. (laughs) So what are your hopes for change? (laughs) Viva the revolution, hey? (laughs) (laughs) Um, It would be wonderful if we could have a change of of government and a long-term, long-term change to the way that we, uh, that, that we approach wealth sharing in this nation maybe uh, i guess my hopes are something like the magnificat and that the the, um, the hungry will be fed and the, the humble will be lifted high and uh, you know we can do a little bit about that at grassroots uh, level but and um, but that is a it's, it's a big change that needs to happen also i guess at a, in a minimal humble kind of way it would be lovely if we we're able to see folks going to the different churches and and community centers around the neighborhood and actually just finding a bit of warmth, finding a bit of company um, mm. and uh, seeing a bit of the, the, the community spirit of Christmas coming alive rather than people bunkering away at home and, and uh, yeah, um, shutting out the world. Um, and that would be a lovely thing. So in that spirit, we're going to open Rainbow Junction on Christmas Day, as we always do, and, and offer lunch to anyone who wants to come and get it. Um, and I think that it sounds like there'll be various other groups more groups than ever who are doing similar things to that and and meeting austerity with generosity and that's mm. that's totally the christmas dream right um, yeah, what yeah, we yeah. what we should all be doing so yeah so that that i i hope that we can and um, that the christmas spirit can mm-hmm. <laughs> can kick the the, uh, the conservative spirit or something like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 and that idea of the trans the transformative power of kindness and mm. community yeah and that those those can still be true in the darkest of times and in yeah. the darkest of personal circumstances and as well. that's the story of uh, you know it's the easter story but it's crucifixion and resurrection isn't it mm. that god god brings god's amazing light of the world right into the midst of our darkness and yeah. and transforms it and and brings yeah light into our darkness hope into our despair and um, and yeah so that's um, yeah it, it's all part of the same story that mm. we're that we're in isn't it that we're that we are players in that we're participants in yeah yeah, yeah which is good yeah. that feels a yeah. really lovely note to end on Heston. Yeah. oh thank you so much for having me to <laughs> to play <laughs> and can i can i um describe where we are we're, <laughs> this is just wonderful um, so you could probably chop this off at the end of the podcast but <laughs> we're sitting in uh, anna's turned um, her kitchen into a really professional looking studio and the one little bit of of awesome not professional is that we've got two pillows on either side of the microphone and they are brilliant red polka dot pillows <laughs> which just totally made my day <laughs> thank you so much for having me <laughs> yeah thank you Heston. everyone now knows the whole professionalism of the lead sanctuary podcast <laughs> professional is way overrated <laughs> um, yeah so thank you to everyone for listening and please do let us know if you've enjoyed the podcast and share it with your loved ones we're on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Leeds Century. Thank you.